This is the old Trailblazer broadcast of Pastor Pendarvis coming out again at this time with another message from God's Word, and we call it Old Trailblazer Broadcast. Before we get started in the broadcast at this time, I want to mention we have a gracious bookstore here, Radio Bible and Bookstore. And I'm, along this line with Satan and, and, and the Antichrist and, the, and all those things, I want to mention we have a gracious book here by, the, by Herbert Locker, the, the Spirit World. I've read it a couple of times. It, it, it sheds more light on, the, on this particular subject than anything I've ever found. And I'll be glad to quote you a price on it if you call me or email me. And uh, we have a gracious bookstore. We have all many of the old divines, Puritan preachers, books, uh, uh, John Bunyan and Whitfield and Bonar and Max Shane and John Gill and all Herbert Lockyer and all of those. But we'd be glad, I'd be glad to send you a catalog if you'd like. Just write me or call me, email me. My email address, pastor at radiomissions.org. If you do that, I'll be glad to send you a catalog. Free and postpaid, won't cost you a penny. And uh, maybe it may include a little more in there about radio mission. Also, we've been uh, here lately. Folks have been asking me, Pastor, why why are you so down on these uh, error trans, trans, uh, translation? Well, a lady called me the other day and wanted to know what was wrong with the NIV Bible. So I sent her information. The error, showed her the errors. I'll be glad to do that for you if you will. I have material printed up. But just let me know if you'd like to have that. But let's get back to our study. We're looking at the Antichrist and his lying wonders. Did you know Satan can't tell the truth? If Satan is bombarding you, my friend, he's not telling you the truth because he can't tell it. The scripture says he's a, he's a liar and the father of it. But let's look. Let's see what he's got to say this morning, today. Everywhere I go today, wherever the message is going forth from here, men and women... Uh, one here and one there are saying to me, Pastor, don't trailblazer, be true to my soul. I have folks write me, call me after they hear my broadcast. We're on 125 radio stations every day, and then on the weekend, all our services. Listen, they say, don't don't pull your punches, trailblazer. I haven't heard sound preaching like you do in 40, 50 years. This is the elderly people calling me. They heard some good preaching back in those days. Don't comfort me under any circumstance. I'm lost and going to hell, and I want to be saved. Now, that's not unusual for me to hear, my friend. On the other hand, folks are rising up in rebellion saying that I'm too hard. I have folks call me and say, you're just too hard. Well, I'm no harder than God's word. It says, a soul that sinneth, it shall die. He says, it is appointed unto man who wants to die, and after that's the judgment. It says, uh, choose this day whom you will serve. My friend, that's hard, huh? You call that hard? No, it's just being honest with you, my friend. Listen, on the other hand, folks are rising up saying, I'm too hard. Why are individuals so concerned about their lost soul when once they are definitely awakened to the fact that they have missed Christ? Why? Why do they become concerned and say, don't pull your punches, preacher. Pray for me. I want to be saved. Oh, my friend, it's because the heart is so deceived and they recognize now that Satan is such an old trickster and that every unsaved religionist is so blinded to what true salvation is that they don't want to be deceived or stop short of Christ Jesus 
as their Lord and as their Savior. I don't know if you do it or not. I've heard those modern preachers once in a great while. I see one on television, hear on the radio late at night. And my friend, what they do and what they say is so frivolous. They read a little prayer and say, you pray that prayer, you saved. That's right. That's right. I told you about the man I used to hear on late night and uh, coming home from New Orleans back when I was commuting. And he'd say uh, he was a great, great man. I heard him several times. He was a a military, ex-military man, retired. And he told some war stories that I I really appreciated. But when he'd get down to the end of his message, he'd say, uh, now, he'd pray a little prayer. You You could put it on the back of a business card. Lord, I'm not saved. Pray for me. Lord, have mercy on me. He said, if you pray that prayer, you saved. And I, I, was, I was driving home, and my wife was in the car with me back then. And he'd say, now write me. Don't write me a letter. Don't don't send me no postcard. So write me a letter. Send me, don't send me no postcard. And my wife would say, uh, Daddy, what, 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 why, why do you want no postcard? I said, darling, you can't send money in a postcard. You can't send money in a postcard, darling, don't you know? And she'd laugh and smile and go back to sleep. But listen, listen, my friend. When an unsaved religionist is once awakened to his lost condition, do you know what he usually says? Do you know what he usually says? It's this, well, who is saved? I can remember that as well as it was yesterday, my friend. I want to know who is saved. I want to tell you, my friend, there are so few saved today until it's appalling to even think about it. I've, I've heard fine old preachers talking about when the Lord comes, it won't hardly, it won't hardly be a surprise. The buses will run, the airplanes will run, and the, and the ships at sea will keep going, my friend, because there'll be so few taken out of this world. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, and then I receive mail. They say, Pastor, you're just too critical. I want to tell you, my friend, I'm not critical. In my analysis of our spiritual condition, I know what unsaved religionists want. They want to be left alone. But I'm not going to leave you alone as long as you listen. No, as long as you tune in. And some folks can't, 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 can't not turn on. They, they want it. They got to hear. Now, listen to me. I pray for you that the Lord will move you. Even he has to do it in your sleep. The greatest thing in this life, <coughs> if it ever happens... To an individual, old, young, saved, uh, uh, educated, or poor, listen, 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 man. The greatest thing in this life that ever happens to you is to be saved, to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Now, I know that this is foreign to you, maybe. Maybe you were baptized when you were seven or eight years old back there in the old country church, and you've been all these years thinking you were saved. But my friend, is Christ real to you? Is it, is it real? Salvation now has been so minimized and nearly everyone you meet has his own idea of salvation until we live in a world of confusion and doubt and uncertainty. I, everywhere you turn, on the street, in the store, have a Jesus day, mister. Have a sweet Jesus. Now, my friend, they, they bank that as salvation. That's not salvation. What is salvation, Trailblazer? Salvation is being shown. Come to yourself as a sinner. See yourself as lost, undone. Just, just like, go, I'm, I use this analogy. 
you get up in the morning time, you're feeling good, and you ask fresh windows open, this fresh air coming in, and you take a deep breath and get up. You don't say anything about going to the doctor. But the next morning, week or two later, you wake up with a hot burning fever. Your legs hurt, your leg, your arms hurt, your back hurt, and you got a sore throat and you're coughing all night. You say, Mama, Mama, call the doctor. I got to have a doctor. That's the same way it is with salvation, my friend. As long as you're happy, as long as you're contented, as long as you believe erroneously that you, that you are saved, you don't know what salvation is. Salvation is a new brand. You must be born again, my friend. Oh, listen, salvation has been so minimized, and nearly everyone you meet has his own idea of salvation until we live in a world of confusion. When once the Holy Spirit awakens an individual to his lost condition, he should never be satisfied and content himself with anything less than Christ as his Lord and Redeemer. You know, Satan's one purpose is to keep you from getting saved. Satan's one purpose. Now, my, Satan is a good old devil, my friend. He's up and about his business day and night. He don't sleep in a slumber. And he's always about his business. And he goes to church. Satan goes to church. He don't go to a bar room on Sunday and all those times. No, sir. Satan's one purpose is to keep you from getting saved by whatever means he can to keep you deceived, to lead you to worship. Listen, to lead you to worship him, according to Isaiah 14. 14. Did you know, my friend, you, you let a, a potential leader of a, or a news analyst stand and analyze our political situation today, and you don't call him critical? You say, you know that man telling you the truth? If I sit here before this microphone and before my pulpit, or listen, and I analyze your spiritual condition, brother, I'm not critical. I'm warning you today that it's Christ or hell. It's one of those two, my friend. Christ or hell. The Bible says, watchman, watchman, what are the wall? What are the, what are the night? That's what I am, my friend. I'm God's messenger standing on the wall. My message here, this broadcast, stands between the living and the dead, my friend. Don't, don't scoff. Don't make fun. Listen, as I said, our subject today is the Antichrist and lying wonders. Now, all you folks get quiet there. Will you do that? Lay everything down. We've got to get started. We don't have too much time left. Lay down everything. And I want you to listen closely to this message. We have brought you messages on the Antichrist and all of his power, the Antichrist and all signs. We showed you from God's word what power Satan has today and that he will give his power and authority and his throne to his son, the Antichrist. Did you miss that? Antichrist, it will be Satan's son, born of a young woman, my friend, when he comes on the scene. And that's not going to be long, I'm afraid. Then we studied signs, how Satan uses all types of signs and visions and dreams, manifestations and so on, making you believe they come from the Lord to keep you deceived that you may never be saved. That's Satan's business, my friend. Now, let's read 2 Thessalonians 2.9. Before we have to leave, and we'll get it, get, get, pick it up again in our next message. Even, even him, listen, Second Thessalonians 2 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and sign and lying wonders, with all deceivableness and unrighteousness 
of them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Oh, my friend, have you ever received the love of the truth? Has the truth ever gone home to you? You say, what is truth, Pastor? The truth is that man is a sinner by nature, by birth, by God's decree. We come here as sinners. We come from the womb as a sinner. We inherit our sinful nature by, by our birth from our parents, foreparents, Adam and Eve, down through the ages. And then we're, he said, we're conceived in sin, shaping in iniquity, go astray as soon as we be born, speaking lies. That's where we are. We have to be awakened. We have to be shown the fact that that's what we are, who we are and what we are. But remember, this is the old trailblazer. I'll be back tomorrow at the same time with another message we bring into these studies on the soon coming of the Antichrist. But I want to give you my mailing address right quickly. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But remember, our bookstore, if you'd like to have a catalog, I'll be glad to do that, send that to you. And also the information on, the, on these uh, translations of these Bibles, I'll be glad to send that to you. Errors and omissions of the new translation. Just let me know that you'd like to have it. And then, if you would, help me with the broadcast just a little bit. We never get on here and beg for money. You know that. The Lord's been supplying the money here for many, 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 many years. And we keep on going day by day. We always can expand the, the broadcast if the money comes in and we don't go in debt to do these things. No, no. I asked someone the other day, do you know a church that don't owe anybody anything? They said, no, I don't. Churches building big chapels and gymnasiums and tall steeples and all those things. But we don't do those things. We only preach the gospel. Our mission is to preach the gospel, be in season and out of season, rebuke and reprove with all long suffering. But remember, the old trailblazer loves you, and he'll be back tomorrow with another message, just same as the message today on, on the soon coming of the Antichrist. Would you call me? Let me hear from you. My phone number is air code 225 664 8658. And our Sunday services are on the Radio Missions Radio. And uh, go there, our website, radiomission.org. Put those W's in there now. But if you would, pray for me. And that's one thing I ask you to do. Pray for the old trailblazer. When you go to prayer, pray for the old trailblazer. Next time we'll see you. Goodbye and God bless you.